part of kind of soaring through life. Boop, boop. How is everybody? Hope everybody's doing well. We had to count our episodes. I literally just counted the number of episodes we have in our in my head right now. Yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're, we're a little tired. A lot of life. There's been a so, lot happening. <laughs> the episode probably is going to be about mental health this week. Yes. But we'll get to that a little bit more later. We wanted to yeah. catch up a little bit first, like we always like to do. Um, mm-hmm. Linz, what's mm-hmm. new? What's new? That's a good question. Um, well, I guess the first thing I've been working on that comes to mind is work. Um, so I just recently accepted a position um at the University of Minnesota. So I'll be going to the University of Minnesota from my current hospital um in the suburbs and I'll be working in postpartum. So working with the moms and the new babies. That would be such a good fit for you. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. I'm really I'm craving a home. I'm craving a specialty where I can just sit and grow and work and just have like a work family and and just get really really comfortable and rooted um and I'm very passionate about health equity especially when it comes to moms too so like making sure that you know no matter what your skin color what your background what your you know sexual orientation any of that sort of stuff every patient deserves the best care possible um, and man, if moms don't deserve the best, I just, no. I don't, I don't know who does. I, mean, I, I remember after I gave birth to my twins, I was like, those nurses were like everything, yeah. like yeah. everything. And I kept thinking like when you were like trying to figure out where you should go, I was like, oh, I know you'd be so great. Yeah, you did. You're I one knew. of the, yeah, you're like, one of the very first I ones. I like, kept thinking like, gosh, I would love to have someone like yeah. Lindsay, like at my side, like helping yeah. me like recover and help with my babes and everything. Yeah. So. And that's, that's exactly it too. So lucky to have you, so. I think it'll be fun because I think, you know, I haven't had kids on my own, which was, I think, initially a little bit of a deterrent in my own mind because it's like, well, I haven't had this experience. How am I supposed to be able to speak to parents about any of this? Um, but, but you know how to help women, you know how to, like, yeah. you like babies or like, you're, oh, good, totally. you're good humans. Yeah, so I think, like, exactly. You know, you I think it's, and it's, so. it's bigger than just like my own experiences being yeah. maybe a little limited in that particular arena, but my energy is still just as good like, there and I'll go to good use. When I'm really good use. But I mean, I didn't know what I was doing after I had a baby. Like, I don't know. Like, oh yeah. Be, like, no one does. You know, so it's like, it's not like you're going to be like, you need to have an experience on this because you don't. No, and it was funny <laughs> even during my interview, like my interviewer, my, my now boss, um, she was fantastic. She goes, you know, I, she goes, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's not a factor, but are you a parent yourself? I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not. She goes, man, you come off like a mom though. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, energy. I do kind of. <laughs> like a loving, caring energy. So you, have, you have mom energy. <laughs> I do kind of have mom energy. Um, I embrace it. It's good for me. It's so. good. Who doesn't want to have mom energy? Yeah, exactly. Like you love and embrace people yeah. and care. So, it's so yeah. And then, yeah, so the big one, the big part of that in particular this week is I got a start date. So I'll start in mid-April, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, spring brings changes for me. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's the like big it. one. Yeah, that's the really big one. Otherwise, I'm trying to think. Nothing else too wild and crazy. Yeah. Ron and I have been doing behavior classes, but we kind of bailed on them when they oh, ended up being you? more like like show <laughs> dog <laughs> prep. Oh, no. I'm like, and they're like, no, we really want him to sit on your left side. I'm like, oh, I want him to I'm, shut his mouth. Okay. <laughs> Can you teach me how to shut his mouth? Do your Sunday thing, and yeah. I heard about it. I forgot. Yeah, I oh. I purposefully gotten real quiet okay, well, about it. Want to do show doggy stuff? No, and Ron, Ron, I mean, and you know him. He's just 
he doesn't have the show dog personality. He's kind of an alpha. Um, he's not very. No, you just like that's like a difference. You're like yeah. I just want him to be a little less anxious. Yeah, less like. Oh, I watched. Like, like, I like, watched a toy. Like one of his toys fell off the couch today. It was like one of these big rubber toys <laughs> fell off the couch, and he jumped. I'm like, bro, come on. I know. I'm like, dude, it's just your toy that you left there. Okay, all like it's dogs and humans are very oh. need of some mental health it's care. Very true. Exactly. All 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 living trauma. things have have it. Um, so it all seems a little bit more extra. It's oh, all taken to a different gosh. level than all creatures lately. So so yeah. Needless to say, behavior classes are. Eh, kind of done. We, it's not my schedule too for work with it hasn't yeah. worked out great. So we've kind of decided to we'll not take, go that route. <laughs> probably could take what you learn. Oh, totally. And like already. Oh, and just like sure. Use what you need. You yeah, know? it's the repetition and the routine of it too has been really helpful already. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, that's been helpful enough. I think it's and I like the site. It's not about it's not about the classes themselves. The classes are great. I just don't need a show dog. I need no. a less anxious dog. Right. <laughs> You're like, I'll take the tips and try to get him to calm down, but I don't need who needs them on like on your left and like yeah, sit I don't, on command all yeah, the time. I'm yeah, like, so. I don't I don't particularly care which side he sits on. You um, just want him to stop barking. Yeah. It'd be great if he'd stop barking. It'd be great if he'd stop, you know shaking at the elevator right. door would be yes. great. I know. I know. Um, My Luna you know. is anxious over everything, too. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. At least she doesn't bark excessively, but yeah. she cowardly hides in weird oh, places in the house. She's so cute, though, because I come in today, even, and she's oh, just, yeah. you can just see her at the window. I'm like, oh, hi, Luna. She's part lab, part <laughs> Australian Shepherd, so oh, she, like, loves, loves her people. Yeah, she's a, she's a human fan. Yeah, she just oh, loves. She's a good girl. Yeah, she's She's a good girl. But yeah, so that's the main thing. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Nothing big. Yeah. That's a big one. Um, Mom and I have been playing Nerdle, in case any of you guys have ever played. I love it. Um, and as someone who wasn't a fan of math for many moons. I like, I'm weird, and I like math, so maybe I'll like Nerdle. I think you'd like Nerdle. Yeah, I might like that more than Wordle. I haven't done Wordle like nobody else does, but... I, I like Wordle from time to time, but it's just kind of like, meh, okay, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I like... I like Nerdle because it just a Is it like algebra thing? then? Kind of? No, it's really basic math. It's it's just literally like addition, subtraction. Okay. No, 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 not even partials. It's just solid whole numbers. And it's just either addition, subtraction, okay. multiplication, or division. In most cases, I guess the ones I've seen, it's always just one math problem. Okay. It's just like something plus something equals like, something. Because you have to solve for X, isn't mm-hmm. it algebra? No, not even that. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's literally it. just filling in the numbers and working out whatever equation they chose right. for that day. So it's it's really kind of cool. But anyways, that's been my little world. This is what happens in spring. I know. We I'm have like... nothing. It, we have, it's still brown out. <laughs> it might be snowing one day. Well, it might be negative 20. Yeah, well, it's just like... What do we have? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> we're we're waiting. We're, we're waiting, waiting on we're waiting on outdoors. Like, yeah. I want it to be nice. Maybe, Maybe I can go for a walk more. Maybe yeah. Outdoorsy. Oh, that'd be so nice. Um. But yeah. So it's that. And mom and I are just the ones we just share each scores back and forth. So yeah. and that's my way of keeping her on oh, her yeah. toes too from afar. So <laughs> it's good for. Her. But yeah. So. I like it. What about you, darling? What's going on? Uh, um. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. I think like the big event recently, it wasn't even personally for me, but my brother turned forty, my Woo-hoo! big brother, which means I'm not far behind. Which is I don't know. Meh. I don't know. I'm not sure which is more Meh. terrifying that he's actually forty now, or I'm super close to turning forty. Uh, but 
He doesn't like, act his age, so it's like, okay. Like, yeah, none of us do. That's true. Uh, speaking of not acting your age, we, like, for his birthday, like, he knew we, he, we were all getting together as a family, but we kind of, like, surprised him, like, having it, like, majorly themed with, yes. like, things from, like, the 90s and 80s, mostly cartoons that he, like, yes. loved. And, and so <laughs> we had, like, He-Man and Star Wars and... Like original Nintendo, like Super Mario Brothers yeah. stuff, Ninja Turtles, or as my kids like to call the Ninja Turtles, the Ninja Tortoises. The tor- <laughs> I can't be turtles. I was like, oh, me, like you, you mean like the turtles? He's like, no. But both my boys were like, no, tortoises. So they're a little fancier apparently in their minds. I can't be turtles. They're <laughs> they're tortoises. So we both have one next to me. See the teenage mutant teenage ninja, ninja tortoises. Tortoises. Um, so it was really fun. It was kind of like they, you know, we had a lot of nostalgia because my brother is just really like he really likes the nostalgic stuff, just like yeah. You do. So I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like you know, think of something from the eighties, nineties. We try to like incorporate it. I got myself a really sweet He-Man shirt. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, yep. And then my kids had like GI Joe. Yeah, I was the only oh, one. Oh, GI Joe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like Matt, Gosh, my husband wow. had like a shirt that had like a shirt that had was it had a pie chart on it with GI Joe. Oh, and, and like no. and on it, it had like. 50% was, like, knowing, so, you know, like, if you oh, know God. the G.I. Joe slogan is, like, knowing is half the battle. Oh, God. <laughs> and, like, the other parts were, like, high fives and whatever. I don't know. I was, like, I thought it was way too clever, but, you know. I like it. That's cheeky. I enjoy it. Um, so, we really, it was really fun to, like, kind of get in that nostalgia mood yeah. and, like, kind of think of things from the childhood. My kid, like, loved it. Like, yeah. they, like, loved, like, my kids have what? ADHD. Isn't there a love, man? I mean, like, my kids have ADHD and they struggle with get-togethers and we've not had a lot of success lately when we bring my kids to get-togethers. They kind of mm. melt down, get overstimulated or understimulated or whatever, and it never seems to go well. But, like, this time they were, like, amazing. Like, yes. they were, like, did amazing, which I was just like, oh, this is this is the greatest. It's a lot of anxiety but, to go into it when you don't. You, I mean, you kind of think you know what's going to happen. Right. You're like, okay, is, I'm like, are we going to be like ruining the day for everybody? Right. You know, you don't want to go in there thinking that, but you, I don't know. It's just always a challenge because you want to be a part of it, right. but also you don't want to like bring down the, the vibe, you yeah. know, either. Yeah. Um, but they did great and that was really great. But I, like, I feel like they were like really excited about what my favorite thing was to like, you know. Yes. Uh, you know, old souls or something like yes. that, because it's like they like really lit up with all the things. We were like, good. <laughs> we had the He-Man theme playing for when Bright came in, <laughs> and Leo like attached to like that theme song, and he was like, "This is the greatest thing ever." And he's like, <laughs> he wanted us to like parade around <laughs> to the He-Man song, carrying the loot. <laughs> so I don't know. I think like they really attached to all that. So I'm like, all right, I like it. Who doesn't like? Some old school cartoons. Gosh, yeah. So man, the, oh, and they were gems back then. I mean, yeah, like, and so I haven't watched them. Like I haven't watched because then all of a sudden they're like, I want to watch the turtles or the tortoises, <laughs> and they're like, I want to watch He Man, and we watched He Man. I haven't watched it since I was like a kid. Yeah, and I'm. <laughs> it was so bad though. Oh, it's so bad, but oh, it's so good. Yeah. And they thought it was amazing, and I was yeah. like, oh, there's something so simple about these old. You know, cartoons. Oh, yeah. So good. But oh, yeah. It was the voice work. I was like, this does not match. <laughs> like, 
like I don't know, like the voice they chose for He Man, I was very like mouth moving. Oh, well, no words happening. Like, quite like not even quite like that. Like He Man is supposed to be like a macho hero, and he like has high kind of squeaky voice. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> that's what I remember it being, but that's fine. This is, makes it more entertaining somehow. Um, oh, goodness. I love so it. So, that was kind of like the big, <laughs> big event in the last few weeks. And, you know, it was big because, you know, my kids did well, too. And that's massive. It was really, that's really massive. big. You know, we're just yeah. trying to make progress and we can. It's always hard trying to get that. I feel like it's a big step, though. I mean, like, at, you know, like, we've talked about it, I think, a couple times personally. I mean, like, you've... It's been hard to do things. Yeah, it's really hard to do things when you have kids that, you know, have special needs or, you know, neurodivergent. And, and it's already hard enough with COVID and everything else yeah. that we're all worried about. Yeah. It's, so it's just another big layer. So yeah. that's massive. So, so that, was that really, makes me so happy. That was like a huge way. And it was like, oh, what a relief. Maybe we're making progress with the kids. And mm-hmm. yeah, but oh, there's nothing too crazy. I mean, also... Bridgerton started. Let's talk about that yes. for a brief moment because I feel like, you know, that's what all the buzz is about. I have not finished it. I'm like episode three. I and mean, you finished it. Right? I may or may not have hustled through it after developing a stomach bug one weekend while, while I was supposed to be at work. Um, I mean, season one, I bustled through it because I was oh. like, I mean, like, I went on my own vacay, like, whatever. And so I'm like, plowed through it like oh, two yeah. days. So oh, it's yeah. so easy to do. But yeah, yeah I haven't gotten to Short do that. Seasons, it makes it easy. Um, but that, oh, season two. That, I, yeah, I'm like, I want to, I'm not sure if I'm totally in love like I was, like, the first season. I, mean, I didn't know what to expect the first season either, like, to right. be blatantly honest. Right. I was, like, remember kind of shocked a little bit <laughs> watching the first season. So I was like, oh, this is I mean. Oh, my. And I was like, oh, this is, oh, okay. All right. Oh, oh. Then just kept that's, going. That's an interesting place to do that. Interesting. I, I, I just kept going. I was like, oh, all right, that's what this is all about. But <laughs> season I like it's, it. It's a slow burner. But I wish they had like a little bit more about even the other characters. Yes. And I think I, I think they're getting mixed messages from the first season too because it was so all about Daphne and Daphne's little world. We also didn't know who like um any of the other characters really know, were. Like we didn't know who right. um but the older brother? No, the um the, the main, Duke? No, the person who writes. What is her name? Why, the main. Oh, uh, okay. Quinn. I, Quinn, I think is the last name. Well, Julia. Pe- well, Penelope. We didn't know that she was. Oh, in the yes, that's, that's what yes. I'm saying. Like we didn't oh, I thought know you the actual author of the book. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, like the main like writer of like all. Like, oh yeah, we didn't know who Lady Whistledown. Was. Whistledown. Thank you. That's what I was going for. <laughs> yes, the big but, spoiler like, at the end. Yeah, like so we don't. They kind of gave a lot of weight in the first season, so I think that's maybe where I'm like, well, can we have a little bit more mystery to the second oh, season? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to... So as someone who has finished season two already, yeah. I think you'll find the end of this one is a little more... I don't... So the end of season one to me was very like, if this is going to be one season, we're going to open and close it like a book. Yeah. And that's how it felt. Yeah. This one very much felt like, nope, we're leaving this one open. Okay. So there's right. definitely different different characters with different things happening. Okay. Um, multiple kids, multiple Bridgerton kids have things going on. Okay. Um, yeah, there's and like okay. multiple Featheringtons and things like that, too. I know, I like like, too, I know so, I like, a handful of episodes. Yeah. But I feel like I thought something, like, would have pulled me just a little bit more. Yeah. But it's still good. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited to watch the rest of it. But... Mm-hmm. My thing yeah. with my thing with Bridgerton is always okay. Which pop 
culture iconic songs are we going to get in strings? Oh, I because love. it makes, I'm, I swear to God, 50-50, I love the show. I equally love the string versions of these right. pop songs. I, wish they would, oh. like, I almost wish they had more. They yes. Because they, they don't have like a string version of like a pop song every episode. They no. really no, put, no, they they try. They put they a try. ton in the first episode. Yes. And then like there hasn't been any in the There's last been, couple episodes. There haven't been too many balls either by right. this point, at this point either. Even as like a background song. Company. I know. There are a few sneaky ones in there that yeah. have been more modern that I had to go and because of course I'm the nerd who buys the album with the well, string I was, like, songs. I mean I was Googling. I was like what song? Is oh yeah. Song? Like what? How many songs? And I wanted oh, to know which ones I could look forward there's to. There's some good or, like, ones. Or like have my ears up for because I'm like yeah. Oh, there's some really good ones. So, yeah. So, more to come, for sure. Yeah, but so, I'm like, I love that piece. It's, like, my favorite. Yeah. It's so soothing. Like, I have a whole Bridgerton playlist on my iPod. Oh, it's just terrible. I, I just... Oh, I you sent me, like, You Out of Know. Uh, uh-huh. of that, which I love that song already. Anyways. Man, We're relearning the lyrics. The lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <I> totally... <laughs> Thought she was getting. I thought she was given a cross-eyed bear, like a stuffed animal, right? Like, with, like, like as in a bear with X's in its yeah, eyes, like, or like, or like crossing, like, <laughs> yeah. like they're pointing That's at each other. That's what I thought that was, but no, you can look up your own lyrics and figure it out. No, what like it is. the cross-eyed bear, <laughs> like bear, like, like carrying. carrying. <laughs> yeah, no, I like until I was today years old when I realized it, it was shows not about a cross-eyed well, bear. It shows our age when we first heard the song. I think. Right. I agree. <laughs> Uh, agree because I think that as an adult like I don't know why I didn't question that like even as an adult but yes. I'm like no 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 it's cross-eyed bear like right like cross-eyed. like a stuffed one that, yeah yeah but I can get the star skater one that just like made yeah. it look it's it like, like really faulty bad. or something it's you know whatever oh god <laughs> uh, anyways so yeah Alanis Morissette is great <sighs> I like her more as an adult oh yes but you'll guess Bridgerton is well worth the watch I think you'll find it get okay. better so yeah oh um, yeah Oh, so is anyone stuff. else watching it? I know that's. Is anyone else? Watching I know it's been. I know it's been getting to? a little bit of flack because it's slower than the first okay. season. All right, so I do know that. So I'm not alone on that. Okay. No, and it's and I think that was a purposeful choice based on what what I've been seeing online. It sounds like it was a very conscious choice. Okay. So I'm gonna stick with it for yeah, sure. But yeah. Just kind of surprising. Yes. Okay. All right, friends. So yeah, like we kind of mentioned. This episode is going to be about mental health. And out front right now, we'll both say we are not experts in any way, shape, or form other than our lived experiences. We just want to, like, open up the conversation. I know it's already kind of, like, an open Mm -hmm. conversation. It's getting better and better. People talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. I think, like, these last few years really just, like... Oh, it it just boomed. I think really kind of like became a prominent topic. I think mm-hmm. especially in our age group because I feel like yeah. we have dealt with a lot. I feel like we kind of are the trailblazers, our we, age group, of yes. like making sure like this is like normalized. Well, I think we were one of the first generations to be exposed to therapy as an option, right? At a very young age, right? It was it was definitely a stigma at the time. Let's yeah, but, I feel like a good story to lead on that. Yeah, would be like I have struggles with anxiety mm-hmm. and the big part came when from I realized I had anxiety when I was in high school mm-hmm. I probably had it I mean I know I had it my whole life mm-hmm. but when I was in high school I mm-hmm. got really bad I was dealing with a lot of like issues with friendships and girl drama and 
Ugh. Just, it was not good. And I, yeah. like, crumbled, and it was not good. I started having panic attacks that were, like, hardcore panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was dying, which yeah. is what it panic flares. attacks are. Yeah, it flares. It flares but in strange physical I, ways. But nobody talked about panic attacks. So mm-hmm. it wasn't quite normalized when we were in high school mm-hmm. because I... It, it was still like very foreign, and it felt very weird, and nobody talked about it, nobody mm-hmm. explained it, and my mom was, like, taking me to neurologist, thinking I was, like, dying, because, like, we have, sadly, have brain cancer in our family, and she's like, oh my god, you're dying. Mm-hmm. No one, like, was like, hey, no, you, you have anxiety, this is a panic attack, like, yeah. you'll be fine, like, we just need yeah. to, like, you need... You probably should have therapy. You should probably get on medication. Mm-hmm. None of that was, like, talked about. And I just, like, had to... Deduce all of that yourself. And, like, I just, like, slowly figured out, like, oh. Because mm-hmm. I, like, really got interested in psychology at some point. And I, like, learned about anxiety. And I learned about panic attacks. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, yeah. oh, well, this is a thing? Like, yeah. Like, this is a thing? wait a second. This all sounds familiar. Right. And so, <laughs> it wasn't... Yeah, so, like, back in, like, you know, the early 2000s, it was very much not a talked about no thing no they did I, I think it was so new still that no one wanted to touch it because they were afraid they that they wouldn't know what to say or what to do right. and and were there was still so much gray in the area as well so it was like they didn't want to operate in that right. they just would prefer to stay quiet about it or silent or go oh it's just a thing it's just a phase, right. it's, like a phase it's just a, like whatever it's just a moment it's yeah or like something's and yeah it still or, happens every like, week like, right around the same time <laughs> or it was like hey it's a severe like medical condition like no it's i mean is it severe like anxiety depression right. all that stuff is at, it can be as we know like debilitating it can become oh. really problematic Gosh, it just yeah. needs to be talked about and treated but it's not mm-hmm. like it was not Brain cancer, you know. No, like, no, no. They well, were you, there, out, like, it yeah, was there a, wasn't a, there wasn't a like. Right, it wasn't like I didn't have a seizure disorder. I didn't have like. I mean, I had to like. I stayed up. I yeah. had like. Uh, they had a, a sleep stay, study. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. then a sleep. They had an EK like a sleep. Deprived, EEG. EEG. Thank mm-hmm. you. And they had to like put all the electrodes on my head. Oh, and, yeah. stuff. and like, you know, what was the worst thing to do to give to somebody that's like having like anxiety, panic, and they're like, don't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't sleep. Okay. All right. What? Okay. Now I'm gonna have a panic attack. Of course, oh. I'm like showing up on it, so like put myself through like, jeez, like hell to like, oh. you know, I mean, you have to rule stuff out. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's it ultimately is yeah. fine. But yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's a monster. I mean, I think the experiences I was having in high school, in high school. How about this? I so I always have I've been referring to myself in my adult years as an extroverted introvert, right? Which I think a lot of us are. I think so too. I think because introverts, ultimately, you do want to be social. Totally. So I had anxiety. I was a high-functioning anxiety person for pretty much my entire life. Um, So, like, as a kid, I remember I hated being on the phone. I hated Mm -hmm. going over to friends' houses. I hated staying over at friends' houses. I had my comfort zone, and I liked my comfort zone, and I hated not being in it. Yeah. So then fast forward to age 16 and literally the month afterward I get a job at Target where I am forcibly removed from my comfort zone and told, nope, now you have to talk to the general public that are shopping at okay. your store and that's the way it is. Like, let's get back to the <laughs> Target piece because we started at the same time. Yes, like, we did. Like, but we were in different areas. We, yes. We were, we knew of each other again. Yeah, and I was at the front like, lanes and I, you were on the floor. I was on the sales floor, but mm-hmm. you and I hated doing the most. 
is when they do like call for backup cashiers uh -huh. because I didn't know that world and they're like you should just know this and I like and you had to like interact with yep. people and, and you know you kept getting weird scenarios yep. I hated it so yeah. much that like yeah. when they like you have to do backup cashier like hi oh yeah I hated oh, yeah. it so much I was I, I mean I was not clearly I was avoiding small talk all of my life yeah um and so then they dropped me in as a cashier and like context to this is my mom was a head cashier at the same yep. store that I was at for years and she went to headquarters and whatever years after that and then between when my mom went there and then when I started at Target is was years in between but basically I grew up at that store yeah and I knew all of those people so they were like oh she's Kathy's daughter she's gonna do great at the front lanes they didn't even give me an option oh, for anything else okay. they were like she goes to the front lanes I'm like I'm sorry what you want me to talk to people what so so Target <laughs> forced me out yeah. of my bubble which I give them credit because honestly I I would still be introverted to this day without it Right. Um, and I still am somewhat, but, but I'm more willing to go outside sure. of that comfort zone now. And now as a nurse, I walk into patients' rooms, not knowing them at all. And I go, how you doing there, friend? What's going on with you? Why do you have such a hard time right. with X, Y, and Z things? So I'm, again, constantly forced outside right. of my, my no. comfort zone. And I think, like, I, I've worked at, you know, <laughs> I think anybody who works retail or, like, in a service industry, like, waiting, you have to, like, become... Or forced to learn social skills if you like it or not. Yep. But yep. I think like what really threw me into like you've got to be like social or on your own was when I started my like photography business. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden mm -hmm. I'm like going to people's houses and I'm like meeting yeah, families okay and that. you're like trying to like make small talk and oh, like yeah. get to know people mm -hmm. and like everything about their life because you're trying to make people as comfortable as possible because yeah. you're trying to take their phone. You want them to be happy and all of a sudden you have to like you all of a sudden turn into an extrovert real mm -hmm. fast because yeah. you have to be. Yeah, yeah, but. and it's, I mean, my thing with that is always, too, that, like, I tell people at work, at, when I'm done as a nurse, it's, it's physically taxing, don't get me wrong, it's, it is a lot of physical yeah. work, but more than anything, to me, it is socially taxing, yeah. it is emotionally taxing, it's mentally taxing, yeah. and so I'm the psychopath who drives home and to, from my hospital now and like it takes me about 40 minutes or so in silence. Oh, I I am in silence. Yeah. Cuz I just need a minute for everything to stop. Well, I know. And I agree. Like I I don't terrifying. I don't work in the hospital or anything, but I have loud kids that have oh. like lots of demands and like you know I wake up when they wake up and I'm like with them all the time and it's like mm. I have to like go to the grocery store. I'm like, "Guess what? I'm going to be listening to nothing in that yeah. car. I just wanted to have quiet." Yep, just, I just need a little bit of peace and quiet, and I do the same thing on my way in. It's I kind of ramp up the noise on my way in, and yep. I, I, it's dead silent on my way home. And it's, no. like, it, it, at school, we always talked about having, like, sacred spaces. That's kind of how you do some self-care for yourself, is you have to have a sacred space where you feel like you can be your best self. And right now, my sacred space is my car. <laughs> I believe it. Like, I, like, yeah. Uh, it's not great, but it's something. I know. I, I don't know where I'm supposed to. I guess I could, you know, come into, we're into my, like, little You're, studio. Yeah, you're like, the, here. But, like, I have it because, it, like, well, it's winter and you have to pre-plan it. And you're like, oh, I have to, like, turn yeah. on the heat for at least two hours. And then, so yeah. it's not really my space. Like, I wish it was. <laughs> it should be because it's, like, this nice little detached little space. Yeah, it is. But, it's very nice. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, the car. The car. The car is a good place to go, I think, for sure. Yeah. And I think, too, like, I don't know. I find I find 
my version of therapy for anxiety that I have nowadays, and, and, and I've kind of reverted back to high-functioning anxiety, and we can talk about my school experience in a minute, but I think my current anxiety is being managed primarily from reaching out to friends and family again for the first time in a while after being in school. And so even, even like, you know, talking with you or talking with my family all the time, it's been a really big help for me to just be like, even if, even if people don't understand what I'm going through, I don't need them to understand. I don't need you guys. I don't need anybody to understand. I just need you to kind of sit there and, and just hear me. You don't even need to listen to me. Just hear me. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's like, I think that's like such a, really realistic coping mechanism a healthy coping mechanism is to like I have learned too is just like being super honest about what you're feeling and like Mm -hmm. not lying and be like hey guess what I'm going through this I'm struggling like I need help or like I might seem a little crazy right now or whatever you know or like that has been like such a huge like oh yeah thing Especially in the to, especially like, in social media times, I keep thinking. Right, too. and honesty. Like I'm like oh. a big person. I mean, like let's be truthful. Like yeah, I mean, like if you follow my personal account, I like I always like to be, keep it real because I yeah. like hate like posting like you know fluff fluff because mm-hmm. I'm like that's not what it is. I like I like I like seeing people's wins and I don't post my own wins. Like cause, mm-hmm. like, but also I'm gonna like tell you when I'm down in the dumps because oh, yeah. like who doesn't. I, who has like, not experienced I think I'm like big I mean like relatable like that's yeah. like my big thing lately because I'm like mm-hmm. it's, I I don't you want someone to like be able to like see oh I you're I'm not the I'm not yeah you need to be val- and, like you can be validated that way or like I don't want to I think people don't want to feel alone when they're down mm-hmm. and I think oh, totally. like yeah, yeah, that's like the big thing. Like, I agree. I I could see that because I do. That's my nurses. That's my that's my colleagues in particular. Is it's you know. This shift kind of sucks. Is that right? Yep. 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 Or you want to be validated, or just like make it real? Cause I'm like, yeah. I think well, that social media, I think, is so, such a weird place to be now for like mental health too. It's like became like, hey, let's only post the highlight thing, which right. is like true, but it's like also like, why don't you talk about like the realistic parts of your life? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's more relatable than like your vacation photos. You know, it's what you can pull and do Absolutely, both. yeah. yeah. It's absolutely relatable, but two, it's also like, you know, just because you're having an experience that you feel like you need to share it on social media, not everybody needs to share in your experience if you, like, like, I think that's the, that's the hard part about social media is like, I'm post something out there today even, just saying, yeah. oh yeah, I'm having, you know, dinner in the movie night just by myself, whatever. Yeah. I don't need anybody to be upset about it for me because I'm alone. I don't need anything right. like that, but people are going to put their own layer around and their own experiences and kind of wrap that up around it too. And again, that's just another reflection of their mental health. Just as much as the post is mine. People like talk about other people's posts and you're like, why did they do this? Why did they say that? It's like, you interpreted this. Like why? If you don't like it, then just scroll past it. Like unfollow if it's bothering you. Like don't, who says you need to experience all this? But if it's like relatable to you and one person like finds it like useful, then I think it's like, Great, good for them. Purpose, you yeah, know? good for them, and it and it doesn't have to be. It's man, I think that's the hard part about social media is like it's the speed at which you are taking all of these feelings in from all of this material. It's such a, it's a lot. It's just right. a lot to filter out, right. and our brains and our bodies are already going through enough. Right. <laughs> and so, right. and it's you know, I just there, I social media to me is just one of the things that I feel like has not necessarily helped my mental health 
when I think of like my overall experience every sure. day. I think in some ways it can. I think I just haven't benefited from right. it. Right. I think as much. it's like how you perceive it. And, that, that's, and that's true. like the things like I or how you utilize it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think honestly a lot of people forget that you can follow and follow and oh, like yeah. tailor your social media experience to oh, what totally. your needs are. Totally. And, and it can be temporary. It can be forever. It can you don't have to be on social right. media. I think that's the other thing is it's just it's it's so flexible, but yeah, you don't even think necessarily about, like, my dad's not on Facebook, and I'm like, man, that, like, sounds like heaven. <laughs> right? I'm like, I give, I give him crap, I'm like, Timmy, come on, but at the same rate, I'm like, you know, is it the worst thing that's ever happened? Yeah. No, no, I don't think so, he's fine. Right, I mean, like, what, you don't know, you're messing up on, yeah. you're fine, but yeah. I think, like, I don't know. it depends on what you're using it for, like, I love it to connect, if I didn't have it, I'd be like, how yeah. am I going to connect with anybody? Yeah. But, yeah, that's true. it's such an easy way to connect with yeah. people. Yeah, that's very you know? true. But, you know, that's our age group, like, am I, yes. the easiest way to connect with people, like, for my aunts and stuff, well, maybe, but, but the point is, like, age group. <laughs> Why? It, it, it is still kind of very... age-based how it's looked at and used and interpreted too, yeah. because like we were saying earlier, it's it's you know our generation like we were born in '84. Yep. So we've experienced <laughs> quick snippet, and I'm sure I'm gonna miss things. We've experienced 9/11. We've experienced multiple wars now broadcast live on television. Yep. We've experienced at least two different recessions, one of which is attached to a pandemic. We've graduated with just unmeasurable amounts of college debt yep. that has continued to get worse before it's gotten better. Um, housing market, if we really want to go into that, and that's a whole other animal. Um, yeah. So, you know... I, yeah, like, I mean, like, 9-11 hit when we were 17, 18 years old. Columbine? Oh, my, oh God, my God, I completely God, forgot about Columbine. I know, like, I know, like... <sighs> We had uh, the Oklahoma City bombing. Oklahoma City, yeah, for sure. But yeah, all the school shootings. OJ Simpson trial. Oh, the OJ. I mean, if we want to go pop I mean, if we were like, that, I wasn't really traumatized by no, that. No, but it was an but, experience. But yeah, I remember like, I think the Oklahoma City bombing, that traumatized me. Columbine. Columbine was really rough. was traumatizing. Columbine was rough. And then, it, you know, that all just kind of escalated worse from there. 9-11 was rough. Um, and 9-11 was really hard. Because we didn't know if there was going to be a draft or, we, or whatever. Yeah, I remember like thinking, we're like, oh my gosh, we're like... We're 18. Like, well, we're I was thinking about my mom. Like, I was thinking about my mom working downtown in Minneapolis because she yeah. was on, I think she was on, I don't remember which floor she was on now. She was in the twin. she was in the Target building down there and then there are like, there's some big, yeah. big targets right. around all yep. over the place. So like she's, you know, I was worried about her. I was worried about my dad working at the, at the state. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. what happens there? So yeah, I mean, oh, so yeah. many questions. Yeah. And then we were actually, kept out. We weren't allowed to go outside for band that day. I remember that. Oh, my God. <laughs> no practice. We stayed inside. Yeah, that but, was, Oh, my math teacher was the worst. Like, she was like, we're not going to talk about it. Like, I don't know. She did not deal with trauma. Wow. Because she was like, we, the, we saw, like, because everybody's like, turn on the TV. Like, the math, my math that, class. Hey. And she's like, okay, what? She turned it on. And, and, see the second plane. and we, like, the second plane hit. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, no, that's not good. She turned the TV off. She goes, we can't worry about that right now. We need to figure... We have a math test coming up tomorrow. She's like, we need to work on math. Oh, please. Yeah, that was... I was like, what? Nobody, like, cared. You know where I was? I was in the band room. I was in study hall at the time. 
and somebody had said something. We were in like the so at our old high school, the like cafeteria area is the big main yeah. open area yeah, on the in, campus. You walk in and it was yeah. the cafeteria. It was huge. Yeah. So we were all in there for for study hall, and somebody had said, "Hey, something happened in New York," and my next class was banned. Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, crap! I'll just go run over there because they have two or three TVs in the room. Not a big deal." I run in, I flip the TV on, and I sit in my usual seat in the clarinet section. <laughs> and I'm watching, it's the Today Show. I'll never forget it. I was watching the Today Show, and it was right after the second plane hit. So, and then slowly people would start to trickle yeah, in. The band right. teachers came out of the yeah. office and started watching with us, and it just, yeah, it just kind of spiraled. I think I had band next aftermath, and I was yeah. like, let's go in there. Because, like, you know, I knew it was going to be at least easy, because they were all, you know, it was Band is kind of like a family group. Oh, yeah. Anyway, and I mean, so, we were, pl- yeah, we have so, like, been together was, all summer, too, at that point. It was, like, the most, under- most understanding group of, like, the day, I feel like, but. Yeah. No. Agreed. I mean, yeah, we, I but mean. Yeah. But then we were, like, catapulted, graduate from college, and then we have a housing market <sighs> recession, and then you're, like, deal with that, and now you're, like, hey, you're in your 30s, and you're going to deal with a pandemic. Oh, yeah. And it's, we're all just. I'll just never forget. Constantly spiraling so, at the big moments of our life, oh, yeah. you know, big world events are happening. Yeah, we're just a little perpetually triggered. I'll never forget. So when I graduated with my first degree from the U of M, <laughs> it was then Senator Al Franken was speaking to the graduating class. We were oh, in, really? yeah, we were in, um, oh, don't quote me. I'm going to forget the name of the auditorium on campus. Um, but we were all sitting there and I was sitting, my cousin and I graduated the same day. Yeah. So Kelly and I are sitting there and... I'll just never forget this because it was like, it was May of 2008. Okay. Okay. So we get up there. The economy is literally circling the drain if it isn't already down the drain. Because I graduated from college 2006 and it was like riding that wave and then it was really bad. Oh, yeah. It's just tanked. Yeah. yeah, I'll continue. I'll tell my story. Oh, it was terrible. So, but I'll never forget because Senator Franken gets up there and gives his little speech but then at the end of the day, his comedy side comes out and he yeah. just starts laughing. He's like, I guess all I can really say is good luck oh <laughs> and laughs and goes off stage. And all of us are like, oh my God, he's so right. Yeah, no, <laughs> what happened to us like in 2008 was like, we, Matt and I graduated 2006 mm-hmm. from college and we like by 2008, we're like, okay, we're going to try to... <laughs> We're going to move out. We're going to buy our first townhouse together. Mm-hmm. And I think we started that process in like 2007, I think. And we like had signed with this builder to build a townhouse. Mm-hmm. And we were young. We didn't know. Like, so we signed off and we were so excited. And it was supposed to be done, I think, in like June or something. And we kept going back to the build site going, mm. why? Why is that? Like, it's supposed to be being built. Done. Like, What's like, going we on We should here? be, like, seeing progress. Like, why is there, like, nothing? Oh, God. And <laughs> we were like, okay, like, this is weird. You know, if I was, as an adult now, I mean, we probably would have investigated, like, way, way sooner. But, like, when it was getting really close to the time we were supposed to be, like, closing, we're like, what is going on? Like, we go into, like, finally found, like, the builder's, like, office. Like, it was kind of closed, like, mm-hmm. mysteriously. And we find somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, no, like, that builder like went under Jesus, and they're not building anything anymore and we're like what we gave you like money we gave you down payments and blah 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 this whole thing and they're like yeah I don't know like recessions tanked and they just kind of like ran we don't really know we're not building anything I don't know what to tell you and we were like what (laughs) I think they're like we'll give you your money back we're like what we were supposed to like be moving 
Like, yeah, we month, had plans. Like, what are we supposed to do? And she's like, I don't know, it's not my problem. Jeez. And she's like, I can't believe no one contacted you. We're like, well, <laughs> if it's like tanked, I'm sure people just like ran, you know, somehow. Yeah. But anyways, like we ended up getting a place to live because we were like, what are we supposed to do? We were like upset and we were like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like you have my money. And she's like, we don't really can't give you money back because they, I think they were like, in the hole. Oh, yeah. Because the housing recession was just so bad. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, well, we have a model home that we haven't s- sold. So she's like, you can, like, use that. Like, just have that be your home and have match the price that you signed your... Jeez. We'll just, I mean, we'll just kind of piece this together yeah. and you're going to be cool with it, right? right? Yeah. And just something else like, we can do. So we, like, <laughs> lucked out and, like, we found a place to live. I mean, we probably paid more than we should have, and then the housing mar- market tanked, and like mm-hmm. you lose so much Jeez. value on it. And I remember when we like wanted to sell it eight years, five years later, five years later, we like were like, can we just like sell it for the same yeah price? That would be great. Oh <laughs> God! <laughs> but, oh my God. But no, we, I should say we didn't sell. It. We ended up having to rent it out. That's what we ended up having to do. Oh because yeah, I remember. Yes, yeah, so we had renters in there. That's why I said eight years. Cause yeah, yeah. Like they lived there for like three years. <laughs> it was so bad. This is what we had to deal with, everybody. I loved that townhome, though. That was right. a beautiful townhome. No, it was great. Like, but this is the stuff that we had to deal with. Like, yeah. like this is like how we were catapulted into adulthood. I don't know why we have so many, so much anxiety and depression. <laughs> yeah, we're not worried about money in the least fine. bit. It's fine. Don't worry. So about yeah, it. like if everybody else in our age group is like, hey, why why am I struggling? Stop and think about it, guys. Just have yeah, piece think. it together. It's it's You're all there. Everybody, you are doing great. You're doing your best. Oh. If you need extra help, go see a therapist. Maybe get them. Talk to your people. You know, don't hesitate to talk to your people. You have you have lots of resources available for sure. I know. I think we're all just like extra. I mean, and then now we have the pandemic, and let's oh, talk about the extra layers God. of, like, with the last two years of that, because that's been bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care who you are, like, if you're a parent, you're not a parent, you're front line, like, mm-hmm. if you're an adult, like, if you're a middle-aged adult, mm-hmm. it's bad. Like, honestly, if you have any perception of reality right now, you've probably had a rough couple of years, and then it's... Yeah, like, when I went to... It's I, not great. I went to come today with my kids really quick. And, like, I was, like, loading them into a cart, and this, like, you know, sweet, you know, probably 60-year-old lady Mm. was, like, oh, you know, like, do you have twins? Are they twins? Like, yeah, just making small talk. And she's, like, I just feel so bad for, like, parents in Mm. your age group. Because she's, like, Mm. I can't even imagine what it's like to juggle all the things. Yeah. You know, she's, like, I I don't even work anymore. And she's, like, and she goes, it's hard. And she's, like, but I can't, you know, imagine what it's like to be trying to, like, work and all this stuff like that and have kids and whatever, all the multi-layers to it. So it's, like, it's so hard. And I think, too, like, especially in this day and age, we have more awareness of mental health stuff, physical health stuff, (laughs) pandemic health stuff. Um, I just wonder, like, what she might have experienced, I guess, back in the day that was, like, kind of made her so much more aware now of some of the things that you might be experiencing. Yeah, I mean, like, she was, like, she was very like, sweet. I like, not everybody like, understands. No, she was very, like, sweet and sympathetic, which is not, I mean, very common. No. For that age group in particular. And not everybody. It's like, I feel like they're not as, like, cognizant about, like, mental health and stuff, because mm-hmm. you hear a lot of, like, 
you'll be fine type mentality. Yeah, or we didn't have this back in our day. Yeah, yeah, you did. You just never talked about it. Right. There's a reason that Grandpa so-and-so was always a little bit off. Right, (laughs) right. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just so hard to, like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I think we're like think our age group is like trying really hard to figure it out. And well, I like, think we we pieced it together after everything we've experienced. It's like you know what, our mental health is just as important as our physical health because they fuel each other for sure. Yep. Um, but I think too like we've had enough time and experience talking about our mental health now since we were kids, kind of. Right. right. My biggest issue up with is it. like trying to accept. Mm-hmm. that I'm burnt out and like allowing myself to like rest mm-hmm. like I you know because we're in like mentality of like go 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 and I'm also like I think you're the same way of, like mm-hmm. caretaker mm-hmm. you're like I want to take care <laughs> yeah. I want to take care I want to take yeah. care but it's like but I need to take care of myself oh it's yeah but my biggest problem now is like hey I'm super burnt out Mm-hmm. But I also know, like, my husband might be burnt out, or like anybody else that's helping, like, well, wait, I have to make sure my kids are okay. I want to make sure my husband's okay. Yeah, you're still, but you're I'm like, still tending to well, all like, your chickens. So, like, I can't rest until like everybody else is rested, mm-hmm. which makes no sense because it's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm fried. I can't, I need to tap out. I can't do yeah. this. Like, I'm at a max. Yeah. But then, yeah. But then I'm like, I can't tap out until everybody else is okay. But I'm yeah. like, then everybody's going to be okay ever. Like, yeah. Some and people, like, some people operate in not as not being okay. That's so their baseline. It's like everybody needs to like figure that out, and I'm like, mm-hmm. but it's my my problem is like, okay, well I need to take care of myself. But if I like leave, and I know nobody else is like completely stable, then I'm not like okay. So I'm like, put. I need to like yeah. learn to like just let it go. Let it go. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest problem. That's hard. That's hard. Mine has always been. When I think of it now, it's it's. I've always been a very independent person. Uh, ever since I was a kid, because, so with, with my twin brothers, and God love my parents, because they, they did the same thing you guys are doing, essentially, where they're raising, they were raising twins, but they had an older child of, yeah. as well, yeah. um, but my mom and dad both were like, you know, the babies have to come first, they, they actually really depend on us for everything, yeah. you know, Lynn, are you okay? kind of doing some of this on your own and of course that was me at three I was age three at the time when they came home yeah and I'm like yeah that's okay I understand and I did I understood yeah uh but from the moment they asked I never really turned it off and I've always had a very long fuse for other people's needs before right. my own ever since I was a kid oh yeah so I mean I don't know so, if it's like an innate thing or like maybe you're born it's like I I, I don't, don't know, know my problem well I don't know I think some of it might be because I'm also the only sister in the group that's yeah. some of it well, yeah, you but, both, but yeah, yeah I don't I don't know but I mean I think a lot of it has to do like that's that's trickled down the line for me as well where it's it's thinking back to like how independent I was growing up has yeah. now impacted how I how independent I am as an adult right. and how I put others needs before my own always as right. a nurse as a person yeah, as in dating I'm like I'm terrible right which is terrible so it's like yeah I think I can't I think I just came out of the womb. I was like anxious and like worried about everybody else <laughs> like that was like my nature I would have what no mm-hmm. panic attacks as a child mm-hmm. but um yeah, I, I think, like, I came out, like, worried. <laughs> like, that's my yeah. issue. I came out yeah. worried. And now I have it. But then, like, 
but you realize that that worry that we mm-hmm. you and I both constantly seem to have, mm-hmm. like, it, but it then beats down your self worth because we're constantly worried about other people, other people, yeah. And that's I think the hard balance that, like, I can tolerate a lot of stuff, but I feel like my right. self worth, like, and yeah, if I'm like enough, you know, <laughs> like yeah. that's the problem. I like I <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> so like, gosh, that's the thing. Like, that I, what is the million dollar? Que- that's the million dollar question. Like, how do you like? build up your own self-worth, like, when, when you always try to put others first. Yeah. you. Well, I think the answer is that we don't have a good interpretation of what our self-worth is, and we haven't for a very long time, so we're starting from scratch, which is fine, but it's frustrating. <laughs> so, like, because that's me, too, because I'm doing that. I've been, I've been letting, you know, everything come first. I've always, I've, I'll sacrifice myself willingly. So, for four years while I was in nursing yeah. school, I willfully put my personal health, my, some of my mental health stuff. In fact, my anxiety got way worse in nursing school, um, where it became legitimate anxiety at that point. Testing just broke me entirely. Um, and I, and I started medication in nursing school for it. So I'm like, that's, that's a fun little accessory to take with. (laughs) Um, I'm not on it now. I don't need it now, but Testing still just kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. I believe it. I think it's the same way. Oh, it's the worst. Um, but yeah, I think like you know we're we're both trying a little more of you know taking time for ourselves. Even just doing this podcast, yeah, like it's been massive to just take time and go. No, you know what? I want to make this a priority for me, for right. you, right? For for ourselves. Just try and yeah, like the goal, kind of like. It's just fun, the podcast, and, but oh, it's yeah. also, like, we, the goal is to kind of, like, push ourselves and, like, create challenges and, like, maybe mm-hmm. push ourselves and maybe inspire other people to do that mm-hmm. same thing, because it's, like, you know, easily just, like, sit and stay still. Level. It'd be yeah. easy to just sit here like, and what is the meet. conversation we just had recently, yeah. like, being, like, feeling stuck and stagnant yeah. and... Oh, yeah. Getting frustrated with that. That's a huge other part of, like, the mental health piece. It's like, yeah, I think, like, you get to a point, like, you know, for a long time in your life, like, you go to school, you do these, these are the things that you do. Your routine. Like, you get a job, and you get another job, and, you know, try to date, and, like, these are the things that you're supposed to do, and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like, wait. What about life? What about, what, 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 now, like, now what? Like, now what? And I think that's kind of, like, what happens when you get, like, to this age, too. You're kind of like, now what? Like, yeah. what, what is, what is my goal? What should I be hoping for to get out of life? Yeah. And. Yeah, for sure. What do I want to experience? And it's, and I feel like as we're getting older, too, I'm becoming way less concerned about what people think about me. I yeah. don't, I, like, I think I turned 30 and that switch has been slowly <laughs> turning off throughout. Right. Thank yeah. God. Because there was a long period of time there where I'm like, oh my God. Oh. What are they saying about me? What are no. they thinking about me? And now I'm like. Dude, I don't give a crap. I I got better things to worry about. I got other stuff to do. Um, and thankful for that. That was not always the case. Yeah. No, like, I'm like I that episode was for like for sure. Like on some days I'm like, I don't care. And some days I'm like, do I look like an idiot? Oh god. Because yeah, we all do that, but I'm like, it's yes. getting better because it's like I really don't I don't care. Right. But also, you know, when you have it's, like those like bad days and dead bad moments, you're like then you're like, Mer. then you go, I'm insecure, please. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think at that point it became more about, I don't really care what they think about me. I care what I think about me. Right, yeah. And what I think about me 
it is not has, for me. It has not been very positive for a very long right. time. Which then it really that's what it always comes down to when you're like, oh, I feel insecure. Like, why are they talking about me? It's like, well, it's your own problems with your own self at that mm-hmm. point. You know, like, mm-hmm. and if someone wants to talk badly about you when you're secure, you don't really care. Right. <laughs> so you're yeah. Like, you're like, you can say whatever you want. It's just gonna bounce right off me. Yeah. So if you're uh, like in a bad moment about your own self, then you know that. Like, oh, it's just gonna. Yeah. It's just gonna. It's salt in an open wound. And so, like, I think about, so, like, for me, it's always been about my shape. Always, always. And it's it's self-esteem attached to that, self-worth attached to that, and a lot of negative self-talk Which attached to that. Which is a big problem for Oh, it's know, terrible. Like, yeah, we have, like, we grew up in the 90s where... Oh, yeah, this, where, you know, being waif thin yeah. and, and, you know, having a... A cigarette diet rather than an actual diet was yeah. like what was acceptable. Right. And so I think a lot of us feel like if I'm not a certain size or a certain shape, then it's mm-hmm. like that I'm like, oh, I'm a piece of crap. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I think most people in our age group, maybe younger too, I don't know, but it's. I think everybody to a certain degree. I think degree. like females. It touches, really, it touches everybody. Finally starting to like make like changes in that mindset like mm-hmm. I feel like you know like advertising and all that stuff is finally mm-hmm. making space for that but man it's still ingrained in my head oh yeah it'll always be there I mean like even okay I didn't tell you this at least I don't think I did it so I did restart Weight Watchers today oh I did it for years upon years I did it multiple I tried multiple times and the first time I did it, it was very successful um, but I was a bore and <laughs> terrible <laughs> and, and I was working out like three hours a night in oh. order to stay at that size. I was eating like a rabbit. I was just having like carrots and ice chips and it wasn't realistic and I was mad at that point. I yeah, was a very angry, horrible person to be around. Um, and so yeah, rebounded hard from that. Um, but started it again tonight and from a place, I feel it's more healthy. I mean, still from a place of like anger that I've let it get this bad but more from a like a place of be angry but don't just let it sit there like let's do, put it to some use right like maybe do yeah I know yeah. Like, it's like yeah putting like your, your boots on the ground yeah, let's like do something about it something. like if you're frustrated yeah. just something about it instead of wallow because like sometimes I'm we all have those moments where you're like, oh, yeah. I just don't follow about it oh yeah sad. it's like well what what do you do about it and it's and even even rejoining it it's it it just reminds me of, like, there are going to be good days and there are going to be bad days. Yeah. Everybody has them. And there are going to be days when I take massive steps forward, and there are going to be days when I take massive steps backward. But it's a journey. I think, like, the big thing about health and stuff like that is, like, not judging, like, based on, you know, if you diet or not even diet. I shouldn't mean to say that. Like, mm-hmm. change your eating mm-hmm. or, like, start working mm-hmm. out or whatever. Whatever your thing like, is. Whatever it is, like, whatever mm-hmm. you decide. It's like, it should be like, how do you feel? Like, do you feel mm-hmm. more energetic? Do you feel like better? Do you have more mental clarity? Mm-hmm. And like, the physical changes might be an added bonus. And like, that I still have a hard time with. Cause like, I went, started mm-hmm. back at the gym like mm-hmm. two months ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't like been at a gym forever. I haven't really put exercise COVID. into like, well, for many years because I had kids and whatever, I just couldn't do it. And I'm like, okay, I gotta put exercising as priority. And I've been mm-hmm. going to the gym now. For like two months, like solidly, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I did it. Like my initial like thought of going was like, I need the mental clarity. I need to have this like, you know, for my mental health. Mm-hmm. I need to work out. I need to exude this like energy and all that yeah. stuff. But then like now I'm going back to like I've been doing this for two months. Why haven't I like physically changed yeah. at all? 
why haven't I lost weight? Why don't I feel any, like, why don't I look different? I'm not, like, concentrating on, like, how I feel. I'm like, I need to stop that. And you gotta let that go. Because yeah. it's so hard, because that's how we all... You have to, you have to find joy in the moment. And that's hard. Right, it's, like, just, like, feeling good. Like, do yeah. I feel stronger? Yeah, I do yeah. feel stronger. Do I well, feel, like, love having the break of going to the gym? I do like it, because I can separate yeah. myself from, like, my kids and yeah. all of that stuff. But, like, yeah. I'm still, like, but I've been going for two months. Why don't I, like, look different? It's like, girl, if it was that easy, everybody right. would do it. You know, like, even anything, like, it's not like saying I look, should look, like, drastically different, but, you know, no. like, everybody's, you know, you want to be like, right. I've been doing it. But I'm like, that's not, that's not a healthy mindset, you gotta let no. that go. But that's yeah, what yeah, we've that all, we're such in that mindset oh, of, totally. like. Oh, totally. I mean, and it's, how many times, I was telling my mom this, I think I'm like, I, I think I'm up to at least thousands of dollars on various gym memberships and diet crazes and certain like apps and all these other things and it's just like if if I'm not doing any of these changes and I'm not taking these these steps to take better care of myself if I'm not doing this from a place of love it's not gonna go no anywhere right anywhere no it has to come from a positive place where I know that those small steps will lead to bigger changes. Yeah. It just might be a, a different time frame right. than I had in the past. Right. And, yeah. and I have to be okay with that. There's right. no alternative. It's just like those sneaky, like, old thoughts that, like, oh, they're, they're like, destroy little devils. Everything. You're like, I didn't do, I started this for a different reason. Why is yeah. this thought coming into my head? Go away. You're not yeah. welcome. It's well, and, it's, and I think, too, like, you know, it's about your resources that you have, too, is it's, because, like, I think when we were training for the Princess Half Marathon, I wasn't losing any weight at the time. Oh, I, was, I didn't. I was I, freaked. I was gaining weight. Like, oh, yeah. I, was, I know. I think I triggered my gluten allergy at that point. Oh, yeah. And see, like, when I came back from it, I had my doc- I had a doctor's appointment, and I'm like, look, here's the deal. I was running like crazy, and I didn't lose any weight. And they said the same thing to me. They're like, it's, your body probably didn't know what your system was doing, yeah. and so you actually triggered pre-diabetic like a pre-diabetic stage you in were, your system you i'm you like pre-diabetes i triggered a gluten allergy yeah i'm like let's what? go run another half no yeah i'm like what are you talking about like i was doing really like oh it's just yeah no i thing. i became somehow my body like got angry with me but i still love doing it i have a problem i don't know I, no but i think we do it differently this time yeah if, if if and when we get back to that we'll, we'll do it differently but um but uh, yeah i don't know i think there's just and it's so easy to say, right? It's so easy for me to be like, no, you have to enjoy the process. <laughs> yeah, talk's cheap. When right. I have gained weight after behaving myself for a week and a half right. after being on Weight Watchers, I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to be a happy person. Right. I'm going to be a crab to right. myself. I'm going to be yeah. awful. But that's, again, it's like it's like you said, It's those are old thoughts that I need to be consciously aware of. They're going to come along, yeah. and I have to just... Pop them right out of right. Me, out of my brain. So be like, yeah. no, but like the no. thing is, like I literally started going to the gym for a completely different reason. Like I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, yeah, sure. If my shape changes, that'd be great. Added bonus, but I really don't care. I really just want to like feel strong. I don't want to feel like right. I want to like do this for myself. I just need to do this yeah. for myself. Like yeah. I just need that. And, and then that was great. And that was fantastic. I just kept going. Like, why do I really do this? I'm not even changing. Like. This is not even why you're going in the first place. Right, like, all of a sudden you're mad about it and you don't even want to like. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so ridiculous. But I think I yeah I think there's a lot to be said for like just 
being a, more aware of our mental health and how our mental health is impacting us every day in little moments yeah. and in big moments. Yeah. And um, just being as conscientious about being kind to ourselves and the people around us and the toll that sometimes that being like overly aware <laughs> of that feeling can take. And, right. it's, and it's okay to take some time away. It's okay to give yourself a, a sacred space. Like I was saying, yeah. if it's the gym, if it's the car, if it's... Just give yourself like a couple minutes. Like, yeah. Breathe, like, Where just you like can... have a moment. Like yeah. quiet. Like I feel like yeah. those moments of quiet is like a form of meditation. And oh, it's totally. So good for... Oh, it's massive. And it's, and it's a safe place for you to go and just let out you know, whatever might be stuck in your craw, as my mom would say. <laughs> Whereas just, you know, if it's, if it's the sacred space, if it's, and like, that's the holistic nurse in me too, that's also coming out because we've talked about it in school all the time is yeah. you just, you need a place where you can be your most authentic self. And if it's not in a day-to-day -day space in your home, find somewhere. And if it isn't even like a physical space, maybe it's a piece of paper, maybe it's a, Maybe it's a podcast right. where we can share all these silly like thoughts. Get thoughts out and hopefully um, resonates with it. <laughs> um, I mean, whatever it form it comes in, I think that's the other thing too. Is like you know you can't. This is this. These are a lot of feelings. These are a lot of hurdles to keep working on and clearing. I think it's just like it's always like acknowledging that it's there, and yeah. then like maybe you can fix it that day. Maybe you can't. Like none of the stuff is like fixable, but just like oh. acknowledging acknowledging it as a mm -hmm. problem like it's okay to not have it all figured out or just like when well, you can still move forward and still have like great things struggle you know like you can still be slightly struggling or big you know you know mm -hmm. really struggling and still try to move forward and still try to like oh, yeah. make progress and i think that's forgotten because i think so many times like well, i'll do this once I get mm -hmm. this taken care of. It's like, it's never going to go away. Like, it's no, going to be a constant no. thing. Well, I'm like, I look at, that's like, in my current situation is, I know I'm I'm going to be happier working in postpartum and working with moms where, you know, I can do a lot of good. So that'll be good for my energy. I know yeah. that for a fact. Yeah. It's going to be hard, but it's, it's going to be good. So like, but do I have my personal life figured out? No, absolutely not. I went on a couple dates already this past month, and it, it's not a fun time. Okay, like let's be let, like let's just be real honest. Embrace the good as well as the bad, because right. all of it is how it's got to come from a place of loving the situation. Right, it's all like trial and error. Like you're just oh. like trying to figure it out. I mean, like dating, parenting, anything. Uh, like you can apply it to anything. So it's like, let me tell you how many times different things I'm trying with my kids. Oh, yeah. Like, talk about mental health too. I'm trying to focus on my kids that have special needs, mm -hmm. ADHD, high anxiety when I have my own anxiety. Oh, now yeah. I'm starting to wonder if I have my own ADHD because after you research okay. it, I'm like... Ironically enough, I thought the same thing about myself and literally I'm on, I was on Pinterest like searching for like positive affirming quotes and things yeah. like that and all of a sudden a whole bunch of ADHD posts start showing up. I'm like, you know what? I don't need my phone creeping on me I too, know. okay? I know. <laughs> like, there was like something I came up with that was like a post about ADHD woman and I was like... So I'm trying to learn about my kids because they have ADHD and I'm like just trying to learn about it, learn mm. about it so I can try to help them best. And I'm like, oh, okay, probably I have ADHD. You know, like trying to like <laughs> self-diagnose, but like they always talk about how like, were you a kid that was had anxiety as a like were you a female that was like grew up with anxiety? Like chances are you probably have like an ADHD. And I'm like, oh, okay, I I might might also have ADHD, but I don't know. But like you're trying to like figure it all out though. Yeah. And you're like it's fine. Like I'll figure that out later. But 
you're like, there's just a lot of moving parts. There are. There really are. And so you try to take care of, every, you know, my own self and everybody well, else's and needs. It's, and it's like a learning. It's a lot of learning. It is a lot of learning. And it's also being okay with the learning, too. Yeah. Because there are going to be times when, like, it's with school for me that also was triggered, too, because I'm not a very science-minded person. Yeah. I'm a very much more of an arts-minded person. Yeah. And now I'm going into a field that's very science-heavy. Right. So it's a lot of battling the imposter syndrome when I'm at work. It's a lot of battling okay. to find a safe space for me to do yes. some of that artwork as well. When you're a highly anxious like person, I feel like, or like struggle with self-worth, or you're not just like, oh. top confident, imposter syndrome sneaks in like every single day. Oh, God, every like, day. You're like, why, am I, why do I bother somebody else is doing this better? Like, are they going to figure out that I'm not that good about this? And it's like... right. It's not about them. It's about like, you. Like, like, if they can do it, then why can't I? Like, I yeah. have to constantly remind myself that that's hard, though. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, I should just stop because they're better at it. Why do like, I bother? There's no space for me well, to do it. I'm and like, I mean, like we, that? like, we talked about that even, like, when we were planning out podcasts, too, where it's like, we don't know anything about a lot of stuff having to do with this podcast. However, we're learning it as we're doing it. Like, and other people do this all the time. Like, yeah. why can't we? Like, we're like, why can't we? Like, exactly. Like, and, but it's easy for us to apply it in something that's fun. But when it's something, for me, it always seems like the imposter syndrome flares for me when it's something more serious. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, for work. Oh, I'm 100%. like, oh my God. Oh my God. I have to, like, always for like. I did something like a real nurse today. And all my coworkers are like, girl, you've been a real nurse for like years now. You're I'm right. Like, I know, like, it's the same thing with me in, like, my photography business. I'm, like, I've been doing it for many years, and I'm, like, I'm never going to be that good. I'm fine. It's whatever. Yeah. I'm not that person. I'm, like, good Lord, give yourself some credit. Right. Like, I like, never give myself oh, credit. Oh, totally. It's, but, yeah, it's it's a battle every day. But it's also, like, like we were saying, it's awareness of the battle. It's massive. Massive. Yeah. And I think it's a lot of just, you know, accepting that there are going to be good days and there are going to be bad days. And mental health is not a black and white thing. Dear no. Lord, there is no such thing as black and white like when it comes to mental health. see yourself the gray and, like, you're never going to be healed. Like, you're always just going to, like, be a work in progress. Like, well, you can, I think, I think you can be, like, the term healed for me is where I struggle with that. But, like, oh, goodness. you yeah. can, you can be healed, say, but not cured. Correct. Yes. Like, I should say, like, I think, like, people think, like, I am not mentally completely stable and get this oh. under control, like healed, <laughs> quote unquote healed. Then they're like, I can't move forward, or I have to get this. Wait, like, perfect example of that would be me with my, oh, I'm too big to date. Like, uh, no, that's no, not true. You never, like, someone should <laughs> never date somebody, like, yeah, for their, like, dear Lord, if you're dating me for my size and you, that's like, your only problem, right. then go away. I don't like, want to right, date you. Do you really want them in your life? This is the million dollar question. I'm always like, you I'm not the side like okay well I get like you want to feel your own best self yes but also like if you're thinking somebody else is judging you based on your size then this isn't a relationship right. for you period exactly and like, life like what if you like get down in the dumps and you have like a oh, really totally. hard moment in your life and you like your weight changes you're gonna be like oh, he's gonna leave me yeah you don't want to be like person, you're like you shouldn't even have to fear that like exactly ever. like it's not that shouldn't be a factor and if it is then lose the guy for god's sake it's mm-hmm. just he's not worth keeping around ain't nobody got time for that yeah but anyways 
So with all of these mental health things that we were bopping around yeah, back and forth. Yeah, really like if you stayed with us. Thank you. That was a lot. Yeah, we bopped pretty hard, honestly. Maybe you're like listening. You're like, God, this is so relatable at the same time. I know. I'm so for that. But like, sorry in advance. It was a little, it was a little twirly, but that's our style. <laughs> it was a little like mental health. Maybe for our own, like, mental health. It may reflect how our week has been, because it's been a little chaotic for the both of us. Week? Uh, I think it's month, been life. Two, three, uh, <laughs> ten, twenty years. I don't know. But but in the spirit of mental health, we were reflecting back on some of the things we used to do when we were kids. Um, for our mental health. And yeah, kind just of, in general, and not even, like, kids. kids. Yeah, like, not like, even as kids, as adults. Even yeah, like, things we've done were, like, then we came on... To journaling. Journaling. We used to, we used to journal independently. No. <laughs> Not together. We, together. We yep. sat down. We had one we journal were, and we wrote we all had a campfire and we wrote thoughts together. <laughs> oh, no. We, we remember that we used to journal as kids. Mm-hmm. And... Our journaling styles sound like they were different as kids, but it doesn't matter. But, like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, would, like... Act like my journal. I, I just found my old journals. I was just telling them I just found my old journals, like from when I was like, like between fifteen and eighteen. I had like a good solid like five journals filled, and I like paged through some of them. Like talk about secondhand embarrassment from your own self. Oh, pages. It was oh. so it was so bad. I was like reading something. I'm like, I acted like my journal is like a person. Like I'm so sorry, I haven't written to you for. I'm like it's a piece of paper. It's a book. Who cares? Like why would you? It doesn't have feelings. It's a it's a front and back page. Let's God, get over like, it. Talk about like I was worrying about how something was feeling. I was worried about how my journal felt because I didn't write in it for oh, a couple of days geez. or weeks or whatever. Oh, barf. But. <laughs> It was therapy. I'm sure, like, I like oh, just totally. like word vomit all over these like pages about my feelings. I'm like, oh, we, you know. Mm-hmm. And then that is like a form that everyone talks oh, about. You totally. need to have a journal. Like, you should journal your thoughts. You should have a gratitude journal. All these things that help with mental health. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you're thinking that we should challenge ourselves to start journaling again. And, yes. And maybe we can even go to Michael's and craft our own. Oh, I mean, twist my arm. No, because, like, my old journal, I'm going to, like, I sent Lynn's a picture of the ones I found, and they were, like, contact paper with stickers all over it. Oh, they were, yeah. like, decked out with, like, doodles and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Which, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, we should totally do that again. Like, make it, like, really cheesy. Oh, Maybe totally. I want to, like, write in it again. Yeah, why not? Well, and it was, even when I was in nursing school, like, one of the things we always did was journal. And it was, I mean, for us, it was an assignment at the time. But... I mean, I found a lot of joy in it because the former writer in me. Yeah. I so my collection of journals from when I was a kid, my diaries, uh, <laughs> ended up getting a little like I found that I was collecting more of the notebooks I would write in. Yeah. But then never actually wrote in them. Didn't you say you like kind of doodled a little bit more? I did, oh, definitely. Yeah, I definitely you, was you a like, doodler and an art like yeah. I was an art geek. Um, I mean, even in, when I should have been taking notes in school, I was still doing that. But, well, you know, not, not important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get a little creative. Yeah. Had a lot of, had a lot of stucies on stuff yeah. and oh, like, all sorts of, yeah. all sorts of crazy little doodles I, here I, like, found in my old journals, too. It was, like, old games of MASH. Oh, yeah. Like, please tell me that you guys all played MASH and what I'm talking about because... <laughs> God. Oh, so bad. I'm going to live in a mansion with Leonardo DiCaprio and we'll have like 12 kids yeah. and like what are the other ones that go okay, around? Jobs. Like, yeah. And... 
Yeah, I remember, uh, like, I don't remember. Cars or something. I don't remember. Yeah, the money. I don't know. I can't remember all the stuff. I can't, yeah, number of kids. Like, I remember the middle one is where you would just mar- do all the marks until yeah. they told you to stop. Because you'd count and then you'd, yeah. like, And that was the number you'd go yeah. around. Lord, help me. Yeah, I think we should <laughs> play that again, though. That yes, is, yes. It's just good old-fashioned yeah. fun. I'm just ridiculous. Oh, my gosh, yes. But yeah, I, I kind of forgot about Mash until I, like, saw it in there. I was uh-huh. like, why did I forget about this? Oh my gosh, there was a lot, yeah, there was a season for it, I felt like, at least once every year for, like, the better portion of middle school. <laughs> God, it was, like, every day, like, somehow it was going to tell your actual future, like, oh, I don't yeah. know. Like, look at, we actually got the mansion with, like, your crush that you wanted to marry, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. This is going to happen. <laughs> this is happening. What? <laughs> yeah, um, my journals became a lot more about um, the movies I was watching. And, like, because I was always a big movie geek, so all of them turned into, like, oh, my gosh, this movie. Like, I became almost a movie critic as, like, a teenager. Oh, I wish I like, like that. No, I was no they like... weren't, like, they were not very intelligent, <laughs> let's be clear. No, they're but not, like, I heard about, know, like, crushes and, like, oh, boys and stuff. It was really... I had a few about those. Mine was, like, cliche, like, teenage girls. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Mine were, I mean, there were a few about those, but overall, like, well, I, I didn't really have any good crushes probably until well, high school Well, here's the thing, though, like, I guess a lot of it was in there, though, too, because, like, I was, da- <laughs> I was dating Matt still at that time. Yes, like, you were. Know. So, like, the, he'd, like, yes, be you in were. and alive, because he was, like, oh, the main crush. Aww. He'd be, like, he looked at me today at the hallway. <laughs> right, like, oh, no. we, sat, we sat across <laughs> from each other at the lunch oh, in the cafeteria. God. Or I think it like, made... A whole page about how we got yearbooks in middle school. I was like, good lord, I like rambled on for a whole page about yearbooks? Like, really? Like, that's what. It was exciting! I know. It was a good day! Oh, man. But journaling, we're gonna yes. try it. So, whatever whatever sparks our interest in Michael's in that fashion. I'm pretty sure my journal will look a lot different nowadays than it did. Then. I mean, maybe the same amount of stickers. I also feel like I'm gonna be awkward about it. Nah. I, I think that's one of the things, like, I haven't started journaling because I think about it, like, back then. Like, I have to, like, I'm like, what do I, how do I journal? You know, the first like, thing I thought of when we were kind of gabbing about it was, I'm I'm already thinking about, like, do I want to use, like, washi tape, like, paper tape to decorate stuff? <laughs> do I need gel pens? Do, do I need, get the lightning ones where I can erase parts of it oh, and then make it look all yeah. funky and not readable? A lot of my like, stuff in my old ones were, like, gel pens, and I was oh, like, yeah. I have a favorite. I'm like, I couldn't find my gold gel pen. That was another entry. I was like... <laughs> So we're going to use the blue one today. I'm like, what? You okay? You poor pathetic soul. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Totally not getting the gold one today. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll, we're going to try and start journaling. And again, we'll take you guys along on this adventure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I guess. It's been, it's been nothing short of just a riot anytime we do. Maybe if you're all looking up. Post something from my old journal so we can all laugh at it and have secondhand shares went together because who doesn't want to remember the stupid crap that we (laughs) talked about as middle school girls. Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, Solving all the world's problems one pink page of paper at a time. Great. Good times. I remember folding them into strange shapes. Do you remember? Do you ever do that? Not. Oh, I did that to my like, uh, like. Notebooks and like class notebooks. Oh, okay, okay. Not my journals. Okay, but class notebooks. I did that, but I'm, what I did do was fold notes when you do notes to your friends. Oh like, yeah, I, I fold those into oh, like yeah. really interesting shapes. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, oh, I like yeah. it. I mean, those 
these are things that kids won't understand now. We're old now. We're going to be like, you know, passing, like, passing notes in the cafeteria. Yeah, back in the day. Like, yeah, back in the day, we had to pass notes. We didn't have text messaging. You'd, like, nope. create, like, notes, and then you'd, like, fold them and shove them in people, people's lockers. I remember, I actually remember when text messaging was invented in high school. Oh, God. I had my, we I had my virgin mobile okay, phone. we need to have a whole episode about our old technology <laughs> where we need to talk about text messaging and AIM and pagers and stuff. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Not today, because no, we can not go on today. So, <laughs> wow. Anyways, friends, I think that's all we've got. Oh, yeah. we're still working on getting dressed up and where we're going to go get dressed up for that one yeah. as well. So, yeah, struggle with us. Here we are, because <sighs> we can't... To, we can't find a, a good place that we want to take. The, we haven't. We've got a list, and we're it's narrowed down. I think to at least a couple places. Yeah, because we like yeah. But, in case you weren't listening last week, we challenged ourselves to like get out and yeah. wear the nice clothes that we bought. Like mm-hmm. we haven't had a chance to wear them. No, and we're like we gotta get out. We gotta like get ourselves feel good about ourselves. And we're mm-hmm. like okay, we're gonna make that a priority. We haven't done it yet. Nope. And I think between time and life, and wear and life, but. That is still on the list, and as soon as we do it, we're gonna like let you guys. We know. could journal about it, and we could journal. About oh my it. gosh, we could journal about yes. it. I'm so excited. Anyways, thank more you. More to come, you friends. Thanks for staying tuned to this really interesting <laughs> long episode. So thanks for staying with us, guys. I hope you got something from it. Love you all. Have a good day, you guys. We'll be back. Bye. Bye.